And currently we have in uh, Lynchburg right now, 57 degrees, 58 in Bedford, Roanoke and Salem. Danville has 58, Amherst and Appomattox 57. So we have a, a new feature that uh, we're putting on the show. If you missed the first hour, well, it's called Word Up. Right. You know, we, and we have a little intro. Yeah, because Merriam-Webster, you know, they're adding new words all the time. So we're making our offerings. Our first offering was Askhole. Yes. That was our first one. A-S-K-H-O-L-E. That's people who ask you for advice and never take it. Mm-hmm. So you know who you are. Yeah. We all have them in our lives. Yeah. Well. Or maybe you are one. <laughs> so, wow. Some of my friends just put the big wide-eyed emoji at the bottom right. i'm Couldn't like believe yeah. you put yeah. that up there yeah because they knew they knew they were the they were person. the ones yeah yeah that <laughs> i even said you know who you are so don't even that's yeah. how that's how i met my husband was was one of those people in my life that would ask for advice right. and never take it yeah and he was telling her the same thing uh. and she was like you sound just like my friend janet he said she sounds amazing <laughs> I need to meet this so woman. What was her name again? Word up. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. That's how that happened. So, so you know, you, good things can come. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking if you have a word. That you, know, you would like to, to put in there. You know, it's got to be. Now, right. that one that one's borderline. Right. <laughs> because of its. Well, it's radio. It's, well. So it could be misconstrued. That's true. You know, you or really have to say, you know, the ask you right. got to get that K out yeah. there in the hole. Right, right. So, yeah, you have to get the K in there. Uh, Brad put up canoodling. He thought canoodling was a good one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just wasn't feeling it. Not as good as asshole. Yeah. So, there you go. Now you know. Y'all feel free to use that if you want to. All right. Just this, give her the credit, please. <laughs> you don't she want will the credit. hunt you down. <laughs> if, uh, if you... If you uh, haven't heard, and I'm sure you have, because it's it's been in the USA Today, it's been the Washington yeah. Post, it's in the local papers now. Mm-hmm. Um, not great news for Liberty University. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been an initial preliminary report from the Education Department inquiry, and the initial report on the school's Clery Act compliance, which the university can respond to and dispute, and, and probably will, um, the final determination of this report paints a picture of a university that discouraged people from reporting crimes, underreported the claims it received, and marketed its Virginia campus as one of the safest in the country. Mm-hmm. In this article, in this report, they say Liberty failed to warn the campus community about gas leaks, bomb threats, and people credibly accused of repeated acts of sexual violence, mm. including a senior administrator and an athlete. Wow. Two people familiar with the conclusions who spoke on the condition of being anonymous uh, because of the confident nature of the document mm-hmm. confirmed all these findings. The draft also contends that officials at Liberty destroyed evidence right after the inquiry began. That's not a good sign. No, it's not at all. Nope. Um, the gentleman who is a campus advisor says he has never seen another comparable case in the entire 32-year history of the Clery Act. Wow. Now, under the Clery Act, if you're not sure what it is, Mm -hmm. colleges that participate in federal financial aid programs, Liberty received $874 million for student loans and grants Mm -hmm. just in 2020 and 2021. 
Really? Yep. Wow. Just for those two years. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. They have to disclose crime statistics and other timely information about campus safety. That's mm-hmm. part of the agreement. Right. Sure. They face a program review if the department has concerns. And that investigation can result in fines mm-hmm. or even limits on financial aid mm-hmm. eligibility. Right. Uh, Liberty did acknowledge, I remember this, last year that the education department was doing an inqu- inquiry. Um, the story appeared, like I said, the USA Today and the Washington Post. The school responded saying that uh, they had hired some people to respond mm-hmm. to the report. I, I guess... One of the biggest issues is um, the daily crime log. Mm-hmm. A, a numbered Liberty University Police Department incident report that the school did not enter into the daily crime log and alleged rape that was committed by a former Liberty president. It doesn't specify which former president or whether the school ever investigated the claim. The agency reviewed focus on whether allegations were reported, not whether they were could be substantiated Mm -hmm. only two former liberty presidents were alive at the time right uh jerry falwell jr who made uh the quote it was absolutely not an allegation about me Mm -hmm. i've never heard anything about it it had nothing to do with me the other former president john boric who serves on the university's board did not respond to a message seeking comment okay People who reported sexual violence or other incidents were frequently questioned about their own conduct that may have allegedly contributed to it. We did an interview with uh, Jane Doe number 15, Mm -hmm. and that was what she said. Right. Student complaints and witnesses were also questioned about their sexual history, sexual orientation, alcohol consumption, and their clothing choices. Like they deserved. They brought it on themselves. Sure. Yeah, which is... Many suggestions for how the 52-year-old school could improve were rejected or ignored by management, including recommendations by people over many years to issue alerts about crimes and other dangerous conditions. According to investigators, school leaders had ordered the Liberty University Police Department not to issue issue such warnings. Hmm. That's damning. That's not going to be good. Yeah, that's... I mean, I don't even know what to say. Well, <clears throat> Liberty needs to have a, a, I think, a very clear... Come to Jesus meeting. Yeah, That's what they need. a very clear response. I said this over a year ago. I know. Push it all out on the table. Let's, right. Let's talk about the... Rip dir- that Band-Aid off. Yeah, talk about and- their dirty laundry. Deal with it. Make amends where and how you can and move on. In 2018, a 14-year-old girl who was enrolled in a summer youth camp at Liberty reported a man grabbed her... She was able to get away by striking him in the groin. No warning was issued on campus, even though campus police advised officers to be on the lookout for the man in connection for an attempted abduction. Holy You've God. got all those young people on yeah. there, and you're not going to warn them that there might be somebody, you know, not to talk to strangers, right. to be alert, pay attention to your surroundings. And if you said this was in the Post and other papers, uh, new, in other words, you're, you're national. USA Today. Right. Your national audience is now aware. Right. You know, and people thinking about sending their kids for college for a weekend may take pause because they count on that weekend for recruitment big time. Yeah. Senior officials in HR 
sought the assistance of IT staff to wipe certain computer hard drives. Holy cow. The very week the review team first visited campus. The erased hard drives belong to current and former leaders of the school's human resources department. <clears throat> wow. The purges occurred just hours after the education department investigators interviewed leaders of that office. Yeah, boy, that's destroying evidence. Yeah. And that's obstruction of justice. There's, a, of there's a lot of, there's, that's not good. It's yeah. just not good. Hmm. Um, there's also, and I think it was in the USA Today, I think and, it was in the and, USA Today article, they talked about piles of papers mm-hmm. and reports that were scheduled to be shredded. Mm-hmm. And an employee went and said, we can't do this. We can't shred these. Right. And they told them to carry on. Wow. To keep keep moving. Wow, wow. Keep moving. Yeah. See, that's. You know, this is what this is what's upsetting. Um it's so important to Lynchburg to have Liberty University here economically. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're they're the largest employer, I, I think. I believe so now, yeah, past Central. Um and this is not just they're not just hurting themselves. Mm-hmm. They're hurting this entire community. community. Yeah. Yeah. With this. Mm-hmm. And make no mistake, this comes from the top down. Mhm. Yeah. It's like once Jerry Jr. left, all hell broke loose. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's just it's just sad. It's a sad state of affairs. And they've right they've got a new president. I believe he's a retired major. Yeah. Four star, whatever. Yep. Colonel, whatever he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's he's walked into a a hornet's nest and I hope he was I hope he came in aware that these things could could come out. Yeah. And you know, having thoughts about a plan how do we do this how do we how do we respond to this in a godly kind of way because at the end of the day people i don't care about the court system i do but i'm saying there is a final court that we all face exactly that's that the final judge whether you're a believer or not you still face a judgment of sorts the bema seat of christ is a real thing and his word says those who set themselves up to teach will be most harshly judged. yes you have a greater judgment it's, is what the it's New Testament very says. specific. Yep. And nobody should know that better than these than people. Than these folks, right. Right. I yep. mean, it's a it's a sobering thing, says, well, for that's, sure. That's why it says, not all of you be teachers. Exactly. <laughs> you receive not a greater everyone, judgment. Not everyone is called mm-hmm. to be a teacher, and it is something that you need to take very seriously. In the first Sunday school class I ever taught, mm-hmm. um, I, I had... A pastor, the pastor sat down with every new Sunday school teacher Mm -hmm. and said, we want, and it didn't matter if you were teaching wee ones Mm -hmm. or if you were, you know, an adult teacher. Right. You need to understand Mm -hmm. that we're not looking for a warm body here. We are looking for people who are going to take this responsibility very seriously. Right. And when you are going to put yourself up as, as the shining example on the hill, Mm -hmm. You've got to be above reproach. Yeah. And, I mean, there's just, yeah, it's just not good. The yeah. implications are I'm, not good. I'm with you on that. So, and, and I'm, I'm not saying all of them are accurate. No, no right. Right, we want to but be. But some of this we have heard for years. But, yeah, and a lot, lot, of, lot of people have kept quiet. Now it's out there. How are we going to respond to it? Right. There's, there's probably some interac- inaccuracies possibly in in the in some of these things mm-hmm. so get in front of it and get it out there 
and and let's talk about it because the more you don't talk and i realize there's legal ramifications there is i i I agree but they need to have some kind of a a statement of some sort but let's say that let me tell you this with the whole jane doe's thing and that whole thing and that settlement Mm -hmm. part of it was you you may not speak about the university and that includes even criticizing the football team wow you can't say anything against liberty university and that was part of the agreement that they signed wow and which is why a few of them said not signing that The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. You take it on the run, baby. If that's the way you want it, baby. Then I don't want you around. I don't believe it. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. <laughs> 6 to 9 a.m. Well, you can take it on the run on October 14th as the Lewis Gale Salem Half Marathon and Virginia's Blue Ridge 8K is going to be taking place on October the 14th. We have Molly Bullington with us this morning on the line. She's going to tell us more about how you can be involved in this great event. Good morning, Molly. Good morning. I know you're a little bit under the weather, so we'll we'll uh, <laughs> we'll yeah. try to help you out here. It seems like everybody's got got something. Um, tell us. Oh about, yeah, it's going around. It, yeah. it absolutely is. Tell us about um, this event that's coming up on the 14th. It is a great, um, challenging half marathon in Salem. It is uh, the course is great. It is a beautiful tour of Salem. You get to go. Uh, start down Main Street, um, go by all the businesses, and then go through the grown-up college campus. You get some great views from hilltops, um, great views of the Roanoke Valley, and um, and then you get to go on the Roanoke River Greenway and around uh, the Civic Center and Salem Memorial Ballpark, and then back through some more neighborhoods and back downtown to Main Street to finish. So it really is a beautiful tour of Salem. That's great. And so uh, this is for ages, what, 12 and up? It's for everyone, actually. Okay. We have, um, yeah, everybody in the whole family. We've got, you know, something for the, the, the seasoned runner. That's the half marathon. For somebody who hasn't trained as much or just wants to get out and be active, go do the 8K. Mm-hmm. And 8K is just under five miles. And so it's very doable. It's only got one big hill in it. And then um, we have the GNH Contracting Kids Fun Run. That That's is you, Mark. Off- <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the fun run. <laughs> it, it has a two-mile option and a one-mile option. So for the older kids that want to do a little more and want to get a hill in, then they can run the two miles. And then the, um, the little kids like to do the one-mile, which is just all up on Main Street. Molly, it takes a lot of people to put something like this together. And we did a story earlier in the show about your your marathon. And uh, you guys need uh, up to 250 volunteers total. You're still working on That's that, right. right? So we put out the call. We are. And, and we said, uh, I hope we got this right. It's according to the article that they get a T-shirt and a gift certificate for Chick-fil-A. And I said that That's right. That value That's nowadays right. with inflation is worth about 8750 
<laughs> I know, really. <laughs> so tell us about that. What do What do you have to do? How How difficult is it to be a volunteer? Oh, it's super easy. You know, we have jobs for everyone. If you want to sit down, we can we can uh, find a place for you. Um, you know, handing out packets, sitting mm-hmm. down. Um, if you want to stand up and cheer, then you can be a course marshal. Okay. Um, and that, I mean, that's really easy, and it's great because you get a front row seat to the action. Yes. Um, you know, you just point people in the right direction and then cheer them as they go or tell them how great they look or, you know, tell them that you'll pause their garment if they uh, pass out. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, it, and uh, everything from uh, from race day help to we, ha- we need help uh, preparing the course a few days before and uh, with packet pickup the day before. Okay. So it looks like some of these are filling up, especially the kids and the uh, the Blue Ridge 8K. Um, I mean, you're having to put how many spots are left at this point. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, it is. It is great. Um, and and we expect that the kids' run will fill up. We we filled up last year mm-hmm. at 100, uh, 100 kids, and we are allowing 110 this year. And so we, uh, we want all those kids to sign up and, and be able to run. Uh, and we can keep growing that event if we have kids uh, keep signing up. Um, the 8K has been on the rise incredibly, especially since COVID. Those shorter distances are getting more popular. Because more and people started moving. That was one of right. the few good things that came out of right. the pandemic. Right, more people. And, <laughs> and so, you know, they're doing the shorter distances, which is fine. And um, and so we are expecting the same number of 8K runners as we are half marathon runners. Wow. That's wonderful. So yeah. if somebody wants yeah, to sign yeah. up and get more details, what's the best way for them to do that? They can go to SalemHalfMarathon.com, and all the details are there. And just click on Register Now if you want to uh, sign up, and that's it. So the running joke, no pun intended, is the <laughs> half the half marathon is 13.1 miles, and that .1 miles usually isn't a problem unless you've ran 13 miles in front of that point one mile which uh i i I can only in my dreams you know go that distance molly i have to admit (laughs) (laughs) well that point one miles is not a problem when you see the finish line right absolutely and you have all those (laughs) cheering uh, volunteers and people observing we're so happy for you to be able to have such a great event and and let us know how things turn out again they're looking for 250 total volunteers 128 of those will be course marshals and uh, you get Mm -hmm. a a t-shirt and a certificate for uh, chick-fil-a for participating thanks to the folks at chick-fil-a for helping them out and molly thank you for all that you're doing and uh, we're hoping you're full 100 percent up and running yourself by the uh, race date october the 14th Oh, I will be. I'm already on the mend. And Good. That's, that's the goal. Get sick a couple of weeks right. before the race. Yeah, get it then, out of the way. Then I'm 100% by race day. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. <laughs> Thanks. I, I get to give lots of high fives at the finish. Yes. Amen Thank you that. so much for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks for having me. You can register by going to SalemHalfMarathon.com. You can get all the details that you need there. Um, you know, she, she mentioned... You know, the goal is to get sick before before yes. your event. I I don't mind telling you, I'm a little nervous about our October 14th show 
Oh, um, the second stage show? The second stage show yeah. is October 14th, 6 o'clock. Poor Boy Supper is going to be taking place before that. Mm-hmm. And you can get your tickets at uh, secondstageamherst.org. Right. Um, and a lot of people are. And thank you to those of you who are who are supporting that. Everybody says they want, you know, good, clean entertainment mm-hmm. uh you got to support it if you want it yeah, because yeah. uh it, it's the only way it survives it, it's the only way it survives mm-hmm. and uh, to each and every one of you who bought a ticket we appreciate that megan we we had a vocal rehearsal last night uh, as we're getting ready to rehearse with the band and uh, megan's got a cold and she has no small part no she is she's got a huge part in this one this year not only is she singing in the at the first part of the show but we always do a radio drama mm-hmm. at the end this one's from 1946 one of the most popular radio dramas ever broadcast sorry wrong number mm-hmm. and she is the she is the lead she plays the agnes moorhead part right in that and she's so so she's so good that some of the other characters get distracted watching her. Oh wow! Like we have to make ourselves not watch her. That's how good she okay. is. Okay. So uh, I was like that the first six months I worked with you. I was like, <laughs> this is why I could never be a referee at a football game. You are number one. I can't run that fast. Number two, I'd say he's scoring a touchdown. Oh, I'm supposed to raise my hands. Touchdown! Touchdown! <laughs> you already got your cake. Are you are you vying for another one? I'm fine for those sausage balls. Oh, got it, got the it. The first deer I hear is going to be sausage balls only. <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my. We've got Bill Trevero coming up from the Roanoke News Desk. He'll get you updated yeah. on the main headlines, and then Mark and I will be back to have some more of those for you. So you're informed on this Wednesday. Currently, we have 59 degrees in uh, uh, Lynchburg, 60 in Bedford, 61 in Roanoke and Salem, 60 in Danville, 59 in Amherst, 58 in Appomattox. So, yeah, I got to do this story again. You have to put your fingers over your ears. Oh, no. Okay. And accused in Franklin County uh, of uh, killing two dogs uh, appeared in court yesterday. Uh, for motion hearings, uh, Terry Michaels is charged with a felony of accounts of animal abuse. Investigators say Michael admitted to killing the two black labs um, after they were uh, had been stolen from a park during Tuesday's motion hearings. The defense attorney brought up uh, hearsay concerns about testimony from Michael's wife, who had filed for divorce. Uh, Michael's trial is set to uh, to well it was set to start yesterday at 9 a.m. and that's when it did. So yesterday uh, or today rather, I'm sorry. I'm getting my dates mixed up. I'm thinking it's the 5th. It's only the 4th. So the trial will start here in about 25 minutes uh, today. So there we go. And I didn't listen to the story, but I'm assuming I'm going to want him put under the jail. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, as the Lynchburg City Schools continue to try to figure out the future of the division, uh, school leaders held an informational meeting to go over the creation and the implementation of a facilities master plan. But many parents say it created more questions than it gave answers. The school board held a special meeting uh, Tuesday night for those who wanted to learn more about the plan. Last month, the board voted to adopt Scenario 3, which closed Sandusky Elementary School and potentially T.C. Miller Elementary School. According to Chairman uh, Dr. Alto Gupta and the agenda, 
the board will have not uh, will not have any formal votes during the meeting. But some parents who attended said they walked out of the room just feeling completely in the dark. Uh, former T.C. Miller Elementary School student said, I don't think they really answered most of the questions. I just think this was uh, a little bit to say that they've talked to the community and tick that box. Yeah. Uh, Angela Davis said, I actually don't feel like I got any more insight. Uh, she has a child at Sandusky. I feel like they went through a lot of information that we already know. According to school leaders, LCS has been looking at different options for a facilities master plan since 2019. Mm. And a lot of that is online. Um, according to the plan, LCS hired Dominion 7, an architecture firm, to assess their buildings and equipment like HVAC, electricity. Blair Smith, the consultant who worked with the school division, said the age of the buildings was a major factor in the report's results and in the decisions that they made. According to Dominion 7 report, Lynchburg City Schools has too many buildings for the number of students they teach. Consultants also found the following six of 17 buildings have failing conditions. Mm. That includes Darrington Elementary, Lincoln Elementary, Paul Monroe Elementary, wow. Robert S. Payne Elementary, Paramount Elementary, and Sandusky Elementary. How about that? Wow. Yeah. Well, we just did the interview with Molly talking about the Salem Half Marathon yeah. coming up. Uh, a lot of stuff going on in Salem. Bobby and Susan Baker, they're behind the story of this new restaurant, Stave and Cork. That is S-T-A-V-E, Stave oh. and Cork. It just opened downtown, downtown Salem. It offers sandwiches, charcuterie spreads. You know, one of my favorites. Ah, You just love to say it. I just love saying charcuterie. Um, it's almost like your word of the day. Ask hole. A-S-K hole. Don't, don't the mention that the during a news break. Okay, sorry. Sorry, I got to keep it official. <laughs> I broke the fourth wall. It I, offers charcuterie spreads, sandwiches, wines from all over the world. The couple is called the called Salem their home for decades and uh, says the vision was Bobby's vision that he dreamed while in graduate school. So uh, it's open from Wednesday to Sundays and you can visit their website, Stave and cork.com that's stave and cork.com i had to look up what stave meant yeah what does it mean a vertical wooden post or plank in a building or other structure okay interesting yeah okay vertical see yeah. i would have thought horizontal because you can put the drinks on it yeah i don't i don't know it's it's interesting. maybe you go up to and go hi maybe you know, oh. yeah that's I don't know what that exercising. means. Is that what it was? <laughs> wow, I burned a lot of calories there. Uh -huh. It's like I ran 13.1 miles. <laughs> Liberty University has mind. agreed to relinquish their FCC license for their student-run radio station, WQLU, mm -hmm. and pay a $10,000 fine to resolve an investigation by the FCC into Liberty's operation of the station uh, and statements Liberty made to the FCC about the station's operations. Mm. Uh, according to the consent decree between LU and the Media Bureau of the FCC, LU admitted to violations in regard to operating the station at a variance of its license perimeters and making incorrect statements about the station's operations to the FCC. That makes me sad. Yeah, C91, I remember. Losing. Yeah, I went over there a couple times back in the day. Did you ever work at the I student never, radio station? I never worked there. I was there a couple of times. Okay. Uh, just, you know, visiting folks over there and, and trying to encourage a couple of young people. Yeah. Uh, I, my understanding is they're they're going to go to an online platform. I, I mean, that's where a lot of this is it's going all anyway. headed anyway. That's so. true. That is true. 
So, uh, you're on the morning jam. Good morning. It's 840. Hey, hump day, Mark. Hump hey, day. how you doing, Bob? I'm doing great. Hey, I wanted to weigh in on two little things. One, you're talking about weddings and stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, back on September 3rd, 16th, we went down to South Carolina for my grandson's wedding. Okay. And what made it interesting was that the, the his father-in-law now and the wedding planner, female, and the DJ, all of us served at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. Oh, neat. Oh. That's so great. It was, it was like, like almost homecoming week discussing, you know, this building and that building and that sure. playground. So there was that. And then on, on your music alerts? Yes. Mine would, mine would have to be the Ride of the Valkyries. The Ride oh. of the Valkyries. We've had some interesting... Um, We've had some interesting options. Yeah, yeah that one was uh, on uh, that one. We, I first heard it on uh, what was it? Uh, Apocalypse. Now. Yes, yes, it was on Apocalypse. Now you're right. Yeah, yeah and that's you know kind of pro military. <laughs> I could see, I could see some gyrenes playing that in their helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> well, the scene, the infamous scene, is from those guys in the helicopters. Yeah. 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 And I would play it. I would play it, but I'm afraid to play it without listening to it first because I'm sure there's a, a few bad words, but you know. Uh, I don't think it's got any any song. It's just Well, it's no, just no. The it, it, it's the actual oh, the movie. Yeah, the movie itself, but here yeah, here is a little bit of it. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Dropping napalm in the morning. Yeah. What's the smell in the morning that you like? You morning. love the smell of napalm uh. in the morning, yeah. Well, there you go, Bob. That would be a good one. Yeah, that would. We had that going. We're dun, thinking dun, dun, mm, dun, some dun, kind of bombs dun, getting dun, ready to drop. Dun. That gets me up and pumping, man. Yeah, I got you, brother. Uh, we also had. Uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks, Bob. We also had somebody say intro to Sweets Blockbuster. Sweets. It Blockbuster. is an air raid siren. Okay. And uh, Liz said the intro to U2's Zeropa. Zeropa. Hmm. I have to write all these down. Okay. Zer. How do you spell Zeropa? Z E O O. Like Zoo. Ropa. Zeropa. All right. Wow. Well, we have to explore that one. I feel like I need to go like climb a mountain or something <laughs> when you're playing that one. I know. How many piece orchestra is that? It's know. a lot. 75 or something. There's a whole lot of them. Bunch. I love live music like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Go down in Lynchburg Symphony. Hey, we need to mention um, that today is the day of the ribbon cutting. Oh, that's right. At, Are you going? I'm well, going. Uh, yeah, I'm oh, going. Because of the you crack dip. You know why? Dip. Because yeah. of the crack dip. I'm going to be there for the crack dip. Right. I'm going to shake Colby's hand, too. But, yeah, that's right. You know, But in the other hand, I have cracked it. <laughs> so they've got an event center there. Yeah. Are you going to play that like the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to why go find? We, why are we still playing that? Do I don't want, know. Do you want me to find Zarupa? Do, do I need to go get it like a, a AK forty seven or something? I don't know. Um, it's going to be at eleven thirty. Yes, right? it is. And it is. Uh, you meet Colby Brown, really great guy. Yeah, They're yeah, doing yeah. a ribbon cutting there, uh, and it's their new event center. So you'll be able to tour that and, and take a look at it. It's right next to La Quinta. They they have bought it there. Uh, there's also a, a grand opening of a new location of In Motion Wellness Studio. Okay, yeah. And that's going to be on Friday okay. from 11 until 12. And it's located on Forest Road in Forest, Virginia. 
and they're going to do like a meet and greet and demonstrations of their services. They provide one-on-one assisted motion recovery therapy. Interesting. And it provides a customized service to clients to aid with muscle and joint pain, muscle imbalances, pain mobility, and lots more. They offer 30-minute stretch sessions tailored to the needs of customers to help them live a more vibrant and mobile life. Right. And they have full-time motion specialists as well as a receptionist there. I think that's great. Yeah, I do too. Anytime you can, you know, be... get moving more Mm -hmm. and use that that's good to help with with especially joint pain that's why i'm hoping the crack dip is all the way across the room from colby so like when i'm done talking to him i can go back to the table before i exit there's a lot of steps there right and and like you could replace those calories anything you burned off you can immediately replace it i'm thinking one scoop with a cracker is probably eight thousand calories but yeah it might be (laughs) here's a little bit of zarupa Yeah, Zurupa playing right now, and we got the white chocolate guy on the line. Good morning, Dale. Is it? What in the world? There's a siren in the background. It's an air raid siren. I think something's happening. Jeez. Holy cow. Get in your bomb shelter, bud. Wow. He's breaking up pretty bad there. That's like the... Um, I think they're blocking his signal. It's like when people play. I hate it when they do commercials and it's got the the police, you know. Boop, right. Boop, right. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I hate it when they do that. I was listening to a podcast and they played it and I was like, oh crap, am I going too fast? And it was on the radio. I mean, it was you know, it was on the podcast. It wasn't actually something yeah. I had done. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Obi Wan, we need you, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. The music you playing? Yeah. Oh, Star okay. Wars. Come on, man. Don't <laughs> oh, I know. I know what it Star is, Wars. but I didn't know where we were going with it. <laughs> I didn't know we were going well, to a, a galaxy far, far well, away. Well, hey, I've been there, so you know that's how I go. But uh, yeah, I, I heard that music. That's good music, man. You should play it more often. <laughs> okay. I think if we played the any of the first two songs, people would go, "What's going on? That, yeah. just, that's weird." I'm so confused. Did we get on uh, WVTF or something? Is this the classical music hour? Right. That's what I'm afraid would happen. But, we wouldn't. But, we wouldn't listen. But, 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 but Janet, you know, it's Christmas is coming, right? Oh my gosh! Oh boy, he's See, one of those. He's referring yes, to. It, yes, I, it is. I saw it a Christmas. Rose's favorite song. Mm. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Hey, I will not play it I'm, for fear of my own life. Yeah. Hey, he's gonna have to turn your radio down next time. I think he's it's got. We got the back echo or something. Yeah, it's like the never-ending echo. Right. He's referring to the fact that I was upset yesterday because I saw the first Christmas commercial. Yeah. The, the Frosty the Snowman. No, it was. Um, why have you seen another one? No, this no. Was, this was Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah. Home Depot, stop it! We fall just got here. Yeah. You stop it right now. Yeah, let autumn and fall play itself out. Yes, please. Could you? That right. would be great. Okay. All right. We're going into break. Here's one of the songs that was suggested earlier for the, uh, for the, because at 2.20 today, there's going to be something An emergency that's, that's going to go off on your phone. And we don't love that sound. So we thought if you could have a ringtone for your EBS system, what would it be? Yeah. And you'd be sharing them. It's 8.48. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. On the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Sweet home Alabama. 
Fire up the coffee maker. Turn on the morning jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Well, that one says emergency broadcast system, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I'd forgotten about this song by Sweet. They did Fox on the Run, Ballroom Blitz. Right. As they a, all had long black hair, except for one of them. I mean, like Betty Page hair. What is going on? Yeah, it looks like he took a bowl just like to cut the bangs. Little Lord Fauntleroy grew his <laughs> hair out. That's not a good look. Why this are you? is probably from what, late 70s, early 80s, maybe? I don't know, but that is unfortunate hair. <laughs> Song's called Blockbuster. Thanks, Dale. Yeah. Don't forget the EBS uh, test will be going on at 2.20 this morning, so... That should be afternoon. radio TV. Oh. Yeah, this afternoon. This should be radio TV cell phone. Radio TV Europe. <laughs> right, exactly. So Car and Driver has released their yes, this is interesting. list of 14 discontinued cars that they wish still existed. Okay. Let's see if you agree. All right. Because you're, you're a car guy. I, I, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm writing it down. Before you go, I'm writing it down. Um, this is the... This is the one car, or the 55 or the 56. Okay, so, so I wrote it down in the first. article, they say, we've lost some good ones, yes. but not all are gone forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the heartbeat of cars like the Viper might be quiet for now, but revivals of old favorites like the Ford Bronco, the Acura Integra, oh. the to- Toyota Supra make us hopeful. We like this trend, yeah, yeah. and we can think of some addition, uh, additions automakers could apply to their uh, promised fully electric lineups. Here are 14 cars we wish still existed today. Okay. All right. The AMC Eagle. Yeah, maybe the Pace Maker or whatever it was called. The Pacer. The Pacer. The, Pacer. the Fishbowl. Yeah, the Fishbowl. Mm. Well, it's pretty popular, actually. The BMW M Coupe. No. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah, but no. It's pretty cool looking. Uh, the Chevrolet SSR. No thanks. It's okay. It's a pickup truck that. That yeah, looks like yeah. a, a gangster car in the yeah, front. Yeah. A Datsun 510. Uh, well, for some people, yes. It's very square and boxy looking. It was fun and affordable. My sister had a Datsun that I loved to drive. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh, are we Dodge, going back to the 50s at all? Dodge Viper. I don't know. The Working Viper. Through the list. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves the uh, Ford Focus. What is wrong with these people? The Ford Focus are you, RS. You can still find them at the junkyard. <laughs> the Honda CRZ. No. Oh, I don't like the Honda ZR. I mean, these ZRZ. are, but I'm talking about classic cars. The Honda Fit. Holy uh, cow! Honda S2000. This was by a millennial or a YZX whatever generation. The Kia Cadenza. Oh my gosh! Did that even exist? Mazda B Series pickup. The, no, the B Series was the B2000 was a good truck. Okay. Pontiac Aztec. The Toyota Land Cruiser wasn't that like their answer to like the big the the big square yeah, yeah. like the yeah, yeah SUVs and stuff uh, Toyota MR2 oh my gosh what's yeah. wrong with you I know what know. I wrote here I was so confident what did I write were, I wrote were, a a Chevy 
Bel Air. Air, 55 or 56. See, I think I think people would... Or any of the muscle cars. Or, or the original Mustang. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. That would be cool. What's wrong with I want people, the Volkswagen to come back. I, I love my Corvair. Unsafe at any speed. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm okay with that. Right. Hey, you know what's coming back? Why was back? it unsafe? Because it was a mid-engine? Well... What, what was the it, deal? No, it had... Uh, engine was in the back. Yeah. It's so... Well, like yeah, the, they, like they, they the sort of Volkswagen. Yeah, like the Volkswagen. Yeah. So I guess we called why. it a, a poor man's mid-engine. But anyway, well, when you when you would get when you would get up past fifty-five miles an hour, the the front end would oh, waft a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, Interesting. It, it would. Interesting. Not, yeah, not gonna lie. Okay. It, was, it probably was unsafe, <laughs> but anyway, but it looked really cool. Um, yes. Guess what's back? What? Fat Bear Week. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, is this the is this at your house? No. Or is this well uh, nationwide? I did because you that showed photo. me that picture of that fat bear in your backyard. Yeah. Holy he, cow. He is a fat bear. Yeah, and we're going into winter, son. He's yep. <clears throat> he's prepped him much to hit the barbecue a few times. Yeah, winter is coming and uh but this is the most wonderful time of the year. It's fat bear week <laughs> at Kotmai National Park and Reserve in Alaska. Okay, all right. And they are uh, gifting us with battling rotund brown bears, each fattening up before the long sleep of winter hibernation. This is the 10th year. Wow. It's kind of like the NCAA basketball tournament. Okay. So, you know how you could pick your teams in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, yeah, the brackets and yeah, all that. Yeah, you can do that with bears. Hmm. The competition opens up today, and you can uh, vote by going online and following the prompts. The beefy Bruins compete in a single elimination format. Mm. A vote for a bear is an endorsement of its embodiment of fatness. While it may seem judgmental, the competition is really about winter preparedness. Sure. That, that's what that's your theory, too. <laughs> well, that's my theory for my own personal life. Yeah, yes. It's just for me, people, not Kara, you. Kara, I'm just bulking I'm up bul- for, <laughs> for winter preparedness. I love that. Bulking up. I will use that next time. Here are some of the names. We've got uh, Chonk, Grazer, Walker, Bucky Dent, Electra, Holly, and Otis. The rest of them just have numbers. I don't think that's fair. They should have cool names, too. Can we recommend what, names? Wait, what was that first one? Because it fits so Chonk. much. Chonk sounds like bulking See, up. I think Chonk has an unfair advantage because because people are gonna like like his name, right. and that's who they're gonna they're, that's who they're gonna pick. Okay. So like you go and you see the different bears, right? Like, um, yeah. Oh, he's really big. I mean, that's not even a competition, Jeez. right? Yeah, he's got seventy five pounds on that other one. Yeah. Yeah, you can go to explore.org forward slash Fat Bear Week. Okay. You can, you know, put in your... See, this is a problem for me because when I play the NCAA brackets, I just go by the mascots. Right. And this you've won very, a time or two, I, I have. I did better than everybody else in the station, <laughs> right. much to their chagrin. Right. Yeah, this would be very difficult for me because I think you're all adorable, chunky as you may be. You too, Mark. <laughs> well, thank you. All right. Hey, we have our new feature, Word Up. I think we're going to play it again tomorrow. I've yeah. been given a word for tomorrow. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't say what it is yet. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't sound like a bad word. Lester didn't like that. Oh, really? Well, this one can be used as a bad word. Uh-oh. All right. What I've been told. Need to anyway. rethink that. I'll run interference, Lester. Okay. Coming up, we've got CBS News, Bill Trufiero on the way, and we'll see you tomorrow for Life Hack Thursday. Make today awesome. See you then.